Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today! Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Kasnow, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Springfield, it's Tim Hansen. Are you ready to get duffed? <laughs> Tim's not here. Not here Seems yet not here. again. Poor buddy, he yeah. got stuck at work. Yeah, dude got roped into some work Sunday. You know, what? and and that's the thing is that I know we're, we're in this you know modern society, much more secular. But look, man, mm-hmm. Lord's Day rest. Yeah. You want to you want to go against Tim's religion, force him to come in on a come in on a Sunday organization. See, that's the thing. I'm willing to take Tim's. I don't want to get Tim in trouble here or anything like that. So this is not Tim's opinion or anything like that. But if the CEO of of Hanson Corp, which might be Tim himself. Uh, but if the CEO's listening, come on, man. You're violating Tim's religious uh, religious freedoms here. Yeah. thought you guys believed in that down in North Carolina. I mean, all I got to say is uh, what kind of loser works on a Sunday? Like, yeah. just just lame people work on Sundays. Rich is looking uh, off camera to uh, presumably someone in the household who's working on a Sunday. Exactly. And, in fact, and to be fair, look, we're putting in work here on the Brose podcast. And yeah. It's a Sunday. Oh, yeah. 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 Putting in this work. Putting in work. It's, it's, yeah. it's tough work. Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm putting in, got that lactic acid going in my in my funny muscles. I'm, a lot of uh, people have funny bones. I have funny muscles. I'm I'm still getting over the meat sweats from going to Rodizio Grill last night. So well, that's gross. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the the meat sweats. Uh, wait, where'd you get Rodizio? Uh, where were you at? Rodizio. It's like Fogo, but Rodizio. cheaper. It's one of the, one of those Brazilian. Yeah, like uh. They, they, oh God, Churrascara or something like that. Steakhouses, yeah. Brazilian, yeah, Brazilian steakhouse. They bring the meat to you on a sword and then ask you, "Would you like some uh, Parmesan? Uh, no, what was it? Um, garlic? I think it was like garlic parm steak or something like that." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just give me the piece with all of the garlic on it. Uh, at one point, they to... came over with uh, sweet and spicy chicken, and my brother was just like, "Give me four pieces of this." And mm. so they just dropped four pieces of this chicken yeah. onto his plate. Friend of the show, Vince Gaida, for for part of his bachelor party, we went obviously to Fogo, and mm-hmm. uh, and at the beginning, there were a lot of a lot of noobs at the table uh, at Fogo because uh, there are a lot of people because they came by and they said, "Hey, well, look, we're going to bring around our our meats in a few minutes, but look, our salad bar is available if you guys want to get some soup and salad." 
And uh, I want to say there was like a dozen people there. And nine people got up, went to the salad bar. And uh, me, Charlie Bram, and one other person, I cannot remember who it was, stayed seated. And I looked around. I was like, I'm proud of you guys. You guys know what's up. You're not, fi- you're not filling up on this salad because you know where the money's at here. And the money is at you consuming as much meat as possible. And they come around with those skewers. You do not mess around with the salad. They, I do not care how good the salad bar is at a restaurant like that. If you're going to one of those Brazilian steakhouses, you're there for the meat on swords. Mm. <laughs> I only go to the salad bar because they have a plate of thick-cut bacon. And so I just grab some thick-cut bacon, put it on the plate. And then maybe like a, a small little like mozzarella mm. tomato salad just to make it be like, I am getting a salad. And then I walk back and just eat the bacon. The, uh, the courtesy greens. Yeah, exactly. Sure David Bennett calls them. So you get like four pounds, like four racks of ribs, and then like <laughs> two, two, two leaves of lettuce. And you're like, see, it balances out. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I didn't eat four racks of ribs. I had four racks of ribs and a salad. It's different. Yeah. Uh, Sean, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> just, just 20 minutes of talking about meat. That's and, fine. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'm, I, know, I, I miss it. I know. I know. I'm not trying, not trying to rub your face in there or anything like that by bringing up like the like the most indulgent meat, the style of meat restaurant available in the United States. But it is uh, something that's out there. Would, yeah. would you there. would you break your vegetarian to eat at one of those places? Uh, um, if, if say, for instance, my bachelor party, if I ever get married and we were to go there, would you break your vegetarian to eat there? Yeah, but I I worry that I would get sick. Uh-huh. Because I haven't eaten. I would yeah. probably have to like stick with chicken and stuff, like the lighter yeah, yeah, meats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah going right into like the deep, like, the, the heavy red meats off of no meat at all is probably. <laughs> it's like that thing where like, like if you don't eat like fast food for a long time and then suddenly you eat McDonald's for the first, like I think I, had, I hadn't eaten fast food for years and then I had a McRib and I, it was like on the way home from like a long drive out from Pittsburgh and I nearly didn't make it home. Like, <laughs> just... It wasn't even that bad of a McRib. It was just like I hadn't had any food like that for a long time. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. Oh, That's yeah. what happens when Tim's not here is that our intro is like 11 minutes long uh, <laughs> without him like doing the time thing. Like, come on, guys, without let's go. Him. I'm trying yeah. to go to sleep at 1230 in the afternoon. I was, uh, I, was, I was about to be like, hey, Matt, why don't we talk about our wines? But <laughs> do the Tim yeah. thing. But you know what? Let's yeah, just go with it. No, 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 man. It's, Tim's here in spirit, if not in, in person. <laughs> Because uh, his employer doesn't care about Jesus. Welcome exactly. to the award-winning Brose Podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. As always, the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of wine or otherwise. So if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air uh, with, our, with our typical blend of insight and mirth and usually something insulting i don't know maybe that's just me uh but if you want us to answer your question on the air you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com that's brosequestions at gmail.com but first we should in fact discuss what we are drinking today rich sweeten let's start with you what do you got today today i am drinking juggernaut russian river valley pinot noir 2019 uh the tasting notes harnessing the power of nature Juggernaut grapes are grown in a cha- in challenging conditions where true grit and determination yield spectacular results. Steadfast Pinot Noir vines endure unwavering amidst uh, inhospitable uh, conditions, battered by wind, fa- and fog, struggling to utilize every precious hour of warmth and sunlight over a long growing season. Their reward is a balance of intensity and grace, with unrelenting flavors of red cherry, berry, and spicy floral notes. Overcoming hardship builds character. Those are the tasting notes for this bottle of wine. That this has... wine pulled itself up by its bootstraps. Exactly, exactly. I love it so much. Uh, it's it's not bad. It is a red. I'm not a fan of reds, and it's getting it's it's warmed up a little bit to where it's getting to that level of I don't really know how I feel about it, but I do enjoy it enough to where it'll go back in the fridge, and I'll probably drink it over the course of the week. Mm-hmm. Sean, what are you drinking today? I might just I'm, drink it today. I am drinking new Schwanstein Castle Riesling, and it is still good. Um, it's a little bit warm, but I'm powering through. Um, hmm. it's, uh, I don't know. It's a nice, it's still just a nice dessert wine or breakfast wine, yeah. depending on when you're <laughs> drinking it. 
Yeah, stuff. You and Rich are on the opposite ends of the spectrum here because the Reds are usually pretty good at room temperature. Uh, Rieslings and those dessert wines, not so much. So mm-hmm. it's it's a race against the clock. You better, I, I mean, if I were you, and this is just you know, this is just the responsible economical thing, I'd probably just polish it all off right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't tell you what to do. But, uh, I am drinking Kahlua and coffee. Uh, finished off the pot uh, with another cup of half calf with a splash of Kahlua. Uh, Kahlua is so good, man. And I haven't had this. I haven't had Kahlua straight in a long time. Kahlua straight quality beverage. Absolutely would recommend that as a nightcap. I need I need to start storing some Kahlua in my house. Kahlua is so good. Uh, And it's one of those it's there's there's like knockoff brands of Kahlua. But like it's it's one of those ones that I will buck up and pay for like the name brand. Like you want the Kahlua. You don't want like, I don't know. Aztec Johnny's coffee and rum mix or something. I, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but you don't, you don't want the knockoff Kahlua. You yeah. want the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Sean, you got our last round of questions, correct? I do. And again, questions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But what is first? How many green things can you think of in 30 seconds? All right. You should set the timer on this. How about that? Uh, all right. Let me... I, this, I wonder: Are we actually going to do this as a competition, or are we just going to guess how many green things we can name in thirty seconds? Yeah. So, like, do we want to do it kind of like uh, what is it? Categories where it's like we got thirty seconds, mm-hmm. we write them down, and then we let each other know. Or I think do... that's the way to go because uh, because otherwise, we're, I'm just going to take all your answers or vice versa. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. You want to do it that way? Yeah. We get, we can we can do a little little 30 second montage nah, everybody whip out a one. notepad uh get pencils pencils up uh we're gonna take a 30 second uh breather and uh da, 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 da. 30 seconds starting now money oh we're writing them <laughs> oh we're writing them yeah Right, that is time. Pencils down, everybody. <laughs> Thirty seconds is so short. It is. I know it is. I didn't get nearly as many as I thought. That's Most crazy. of mine are uh, foods. It's also super short when uh, you spend the first five seconds thinking we're going to shout them out loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? You know, sometimes yeah. I had to pick up yeah. Tim's not listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Wasn't paying attention. Uh, all right, uh, Sean. Do you want to give us your list then? Um, yeah, so I I only have money, leprechauns, and what are the and the things? Oh my god, I can't! I I wrote McFlurry, but that's not what it's called. Shamrock shakes. Shamrock shakes. Shamrock shakes. That's what. That's my third one. <laughs> <laughs> but you wrote McFlurry. <laughs> Green McFlurries. Yeah, they make those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it might <laughs> as well. Mix a shamrock shake yeah. into the McFlurry mix, and boom, there you go. Yeah, there you go. This is green. <laughs> All right, so we'll give you McFlurry. So that gives you three? Yep, that gives me three. Okay, so you got money, leprechauns, and the McFlurry, a.k.a. The shamrock shake. <laughs> All right. All right, Rich, what do you got? All right, I got green apples, leaves, right. grass, Godzilla, lettuce, green onions, and the well-known Pokemon of Badoo. Badoo? Yeah. Very small right. little bud like Pokemon that is green. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna trust you on that one. Uh <laughs> is Godzilla purely green? I mean it's like a brownish I guess it's like an olive green, yeah. It's like an olive-ish greenish. He's All not right. like he's like a very dark green, not just like bright green. Alright, so here's here's what I got. So I, I put down nine. But I'm going to take one off of it because one of them was money and I only wrote it down because Sean shouted out money. <laughs> while my list. Uh, here's what I got. Broccoli, green beans, money, uh, grass, gak. You guys remember gak? I do oh, remember gak. 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 Uh, and then I went straight food and went zucchini, cucumber, squash, and peppers. <laughs> nice. All, nice. All, all, all green foods, see, baby. See, here's the problem with my list compared to your list. I went with foods. 
But I went with foods that had to have the signifier of green in front of them. Green apples, green onions. <laughs> so that was extra writing I had to do. That's that's on me. That's not on you. That's on me. Yeah, man. That's a strategy right there. <laughs> go, uh, yeah, it's, it's all, that's why GAC is probably the highest efficiency word here. It's like three letters, boom, and it's green, and it's done. My, it's in there, and I'm, I'm right on to zucchini. Bingo, bango, right on to zucchini. Yeah. My head, my head went to like slop or a sloppy thing or something sloppy, and like yeah. I feel like that's what I was trying to get to was gack, but mm-hmm. I was just like I can't just write slop. That's not gonna work. <laughs> slop. slop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put down slop, garbage, trash. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I edged out an eight to seven victory over Rich uh, after docking myself one. For the money thing. <laughs> it was close. Uh, it was close. That's good. That's good. It's, it, it is tricky because it's like, oh man, this green is one of those common colors, but you're like, oh, what's exclusively green? Like what? Mm-hmm. You know. One of those things. It's it's weird when you think about it. That's why I went straight food. Because if I if I go outside of food and like the yard, I don't have much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what's next then, Sean? Uh, the next question is from Brian Everett. What's your favorite brand name beer? Budweiser, Coors, Bush, Miller, etc. So I'm assuming, as he says, it's going to be one of these. Like I'm like because all of them are like brand name, quote unquote. But I guess he doesn't want like. Like a smaller brewery, like like Yards is one of my favorite breweries, and I don't think that's what he's going. Yes, yeah. I think that counts. It's a brand I think, name. but I think he's it, going for like the big the big guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like name brand, like because that's the, the trick of it. Calling it name brand like implies that like Wegmans is making their own beer, and like you can just like you have the option of getting like Sam Adams, or you have like you know. Yeah, Mr. Mr. W's, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not really what it is with beer, but uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that the spirit of the question is like the the big name, like quote unquote cheap beers. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, what's your favorite? Hmm. Uh, when I was able to drink beer, it was Miller. I, I I'd be a high life guy all the time. Mm-hmm. Anytime I'm trying to just drink on 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 budget, it'd be let, let me get a case of High Life for three dollars and fifty five cents, and just drink it all, and hopefully, um. Have get a little drunk without getting a hangover. Hmm. Would you guys count Yingling in this category? Yeah, I would count. Yingling. Okay, yeah. I, I think I feel like that's big enough. Because like black and tans are one of my favorite beers, but I guess if I'm going like real big national chain, I would say Guinness Extra Stout. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a, that's a great one. Stouts and porters are my favorite types of beers, and the Extra Stout is very good mm-hmm. and it's it's healthy it's hearty uh you can you can it's another one of those beers that you gotta kind of plan your day around because like if you have one of those that's like it can, you're not knocking back like two or three extra stouts in a given session but uh mm-hmm. but yeah just have just have one relax a nice winter day watch some football or sit around outside with uh with your family or friends or whatever yeah guinness extra stout's probably my number one like big name beer nice how about you sean um I, I was going to say Yingling, but I think Coors, because that's what my family gets when we have like parties. They get Coors Light. And so I I associate Coors Light with um, like family gatherings. And it's not good. It tastes like water. Yeah. It's not good, <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. the most evocative of a certain time for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Coors Light, Miller. I'm sure there are, there are some subtle tasting differences but when it comes to like Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light or their non-light alternatives like there's such a slim difference between them that you kind of have to have that emotional angle of like hey my my old man always had Coors Light so I I like Coors Light yeah. too or yeah. what have you to, to sort of push it over the top like my uh my, my father-in-law is not like I like likes drinking beer but isn't like a craft guy so like I like Land Shark because like oh yeah you hang out and have a beer with, with my father-in-law and have a land have a Land Shark with him or a Corona or something but uh, but it's got to have that angle. Like, I'm not like, oh man, I freaking just Miller light is just eons better than Bud light. Like, yeah. he, it doesn't, that, that difference does not exist. Hmm. And any other thoughts? Uh, no, no. Yeah. All right. Then what's next? If you were a drink, what would you be? Miller High Life. I mean, no. <laughs> champagne of beers. The champagne no. of beers, baby. <laughs> uh, 
I'd be an old fashioned, but made with like Jim Beam. Because it's like this air, like I just put off this air of like, oh boy, you know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a smart guy, and like I have all these like elaborate tastes, but really I'm just like a cheap bastard in the inside. <laughs> so, uh, something like that, where it's like the the facade of like, hey, I'm handling, I got you know, job and wife and kids and house and all that, but like, also I like playing Madden. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, my, my my activities include going out on the weekends and playing flag football or playing basketball or whatever. Like, not you know, I'm not like out in the woodshed, like whittling wood into the shape of a, a toy for my daughter. Uh, it's I don't have that, so it, it's sort of like the yeah, I'm here, but like I've still got some slightly less than adult tastes as far as my interests. So I will say, uh, nice drink with a slightly cheap bourbon inside. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to go with bubble tea because I like the trendy things, but they have to be nerdy. Alright. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Sean? I'm going to go with an Irish car bomb just because it's... Uh, <laughs> Power bomb. You need because I'm very Irish, and also you kind of take me in small doses, but very quickly, (laughs) (laughs) or I get or I get a little bit uh, curdled. I'm I'm Irish and also a well-known terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, I like that one though. Yeah, that yeah that cream is uh, that's right. I haven't had an Irish car bomb in a long, long time. Uh That is uh, me neither. Yeah, you got to be. You do have to be swift on that. And I, I don't can, know if I've got that swiftness in me anymore to take down that much alcohol in one in one go. I can honestly say I've never had any sort of shots like that, like no bomb shots or anything like that. No, Jaeger bomb always the idea that disgusts me because that's that's Jaeger and Red Bull, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just the worst two things, like. Already soda and alcohol for me, like I like a like a like a Jack and Coke, like I enjoy that. But even that's like a bit of a stretch as far as like, hey, you've got or like Kahlua and coffee, where it's like you've got caffeine and also uh, this depressant. Uh, but now you're you're putting like an energy drink in with one of the foulest liquors on the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, yeah. my yeah. body would be at war with itself. Yeah, especially now. My God, this ruined my week. <laughs> Any other drinks? Um, maybe chocolate milk, just like a a basic, pleasant drink. There you go. I might put a, I might do like a rum and Dr. Pepper. That's another good one. Like you you can mix damn near anything with Dr. Pepper, but I would say rum with Dr. Pepper because it's like just enough of the like softer flavor of rum mixes well with, with the, the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper. (laughs) I'm going to go with that. Uh, I'd say like anything fruit flavored with like I like like Sprite or seltzer in it, like fruit flavored and bubbly is just. I, don't know, I love those kinds of drinks, and I feel like I could relate to them. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. No. no. Uh, what do we got next, Sean? Next, we got a looks m- like something interesting. We got a Mad Lib, y'all. Hell yeah. Lib. We haven't done one All of these right. in forever. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to run point on the Mad Lib, Sean? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to open it then. You're just going to tell us what you need. We need a verb. All right. How about Rich? You and I alternate. You want to go first? Sure. Um, pooping. Perfect. <laughs> uh, a food. Squash. An emotion. Hmm. Happy. Things plural. Snowboards. A place. City hall. Personality trait. Narcissistic. A silly word. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You don't have to write that all the way down, but you know what it is. 
Oh, yes. Uh, profession. Uh, taxi driver. Things plural again. Utensils. And an article of clothing. Shin guard. All right. All right. I caught a leprechaun this St. Patty's Day, but he wouldn't give me any gold. I was happy, but at least he offered to teach me how he earned his gold. First, he taught me to pooping, which is... (laughs) Which is how he got his first nugget. Then he showed me how to make snowboards out of utensils. I could see how they would sew well, but I wasn't narcissistic enough to make them make them well. Finally, he founded his first supercalifragilistic expialidocious in City Hall, a restaurant that specializes in squash for taxi drivers. That all sounded like too much work, so I asked for his shin guard and left for home. The end. <laughs> I love how he got a nugget from pooping. He got a nugget from pooping. <laughs> Have you guys tried out that new supercalifragilisticexpialidocious down at City Hall? <laughs> it's impossible to get in because that freaking roundabout there, but man, it's it's worth it once you finally get there. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get a reservation over at City Hall in, in quite yeah, a long time. So be able to. That's always my uh, my running joke is I have no fr- I have no I have a terrible sense of direction. So whenever my wife and I were walking around the city, like anywhere we were going, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's right by City Hall. <laughs> every single location like it wouldn't matter where it was like if we were trying to go to like a phillies game yeah it's right by well, city hall uh <laughs> buffalo wild wings in the great northeast city hall city hall <laughs> all of it yeah it's all by city hall. right by the right by the city hall uh <laughs> that was a good one i haven't done a good mad lib in a while i yeah. like that yeah. I like what's next sean mm-hmm. uh what questions do you ask during a job interview So more so been on the other side where I'm I'm being interviewed than I have been on the side where I'm interviewing another. Uh, but mm-hmm. if I have been in that situation where I'm I am the one interviewing for a job, usually I just say, you know, what's the reason for this position being filled? So I know, like, yeah, are you expanding the department or uh, somebody leave or or what have you. Uh, and I usually my my notes are what are the next steps in the process so that I know exactly how much time I have before I can start bothering them about not responding to me. <laughs> Uh, stuff like that. How about you guys? Um, I like to ask about company culture, like how they, what, like what interpersonally, what kind of, uh, environment they're trying to foster. Like if it's collaborative or if it's very much like, you know, doing stuff on your own. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ask you about benefits. Mm-hmm. I literally like generally anytime I'm at an interview doesn't matter if it's like the first or the second like if it's if I'd already asked it in the past I won't ask it a second time but like usually on the first interview they they they'll say like what, what any questions for us and I'll be like the most important thing to me is medical benefits I want to know what kind of medical benefits you guys provide and this and that like if it's worthwhile like I don't want to waste anybody's time and come for a second or third interview if the medical benefits aren't good enough for me to leave my current position. And so that's like, it is an early question, which I've been told apparently is not a good idea to ask that question on like the first interview. But he's, it's usually like, I, I get why you'd ask it, especially if that's like a crucial aspect of it. You don't want to waste their time. But like that, you, I, I did ask that in like one of my first interviews out of college. Uh, and I, well, actually I forget if I asked it or if they willingly brought it up. But I just remember them very, being um, very pleased and relieved that recently Obamacare had been expanded so that people under the age of I – was, I was like 21 at the time. And it was like, oh, boy, thank God Obama expanded those Medicare benefits, <laughs> the, the health care benefits. And I was like, well, I think that answers one of my questions uh, about whether, uh, whether we're going to get benefits. But usually like they'll – like if they, they're interested, they'll usually like – at least they'll, in my experience, they'll be like, oh, yeah, here's – by the way, while we're considering other options, here's a list of our benefits and what you qualify for and all that shit. So – Usually I'm like, oh yeah, they'll they'll tell me about that later if we get to that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm I've never been good at the asking questions portion at an interview because I've never known what to ask. Like, 
I don't know. Like, I never thought to ask, like, what, what, what it's like in the office. Like, how is it very collaborative or whatever? Because when I, when I am looking for a job and the jobs that I'm trying to get, it's generally come in, do my work, and leave. I'm not really trying to look for much else than that. On the long lines of Sean, you, you can also ask, like, what's, you know, typically what is the background of your, like, ideal candidate? Like, somebody who's coming in to do this role, what are they typically, what, what's their experience like? Yeah. And then that gives you an opportunity to be like, oh, well, if, you know, you're looking for that. You know, I know I didn't put that on my resume, but I also have blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have this experience, or I, I did yeah. something similar when I did X, you know, so, yeah. you know, it's just general stuff. I, Keep them talking. I never thought to ask, like, what's the reason of looking for to to fill the position i've never thought to ask mm. that yeah i don't know because i mean sometimes it's i've been in roles where like somebody had recently left and then like my most recent job it was uh, my most recent one's like oh we're just looking to expand the department i'm like hell yeah mm-hmm. he said no there's like, nobody's disgruntled and trying to get out of here and i'm replacing the disgruntled <laughs> employee mm-hmm. yeah yeah um uh, but yeah i mean there's it's keep them talking give them an excuse to keep bringing up stuff from your resume and stuff mm. like that i don't know any other questions you asked during a job interview? Hmm. No, not that I can think of. Yeah. No. I mean, not, not besides the things that you guys brought up. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, just job interviews are tricky. You're walking a fine line. Uh, but uh, what is next, Sean? Which swear word do you, use, do you use the most? And which is your favorite? Man, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, dude. Um, <laughs> God damn. It's probably it's probably God damn it. Because like, that's just to me like the funniest to work in there. <laughs> like anytime exasperate, like just saying like fuck is like that's oh, too quick. But like, God damn it. Like it's got like a, a bit of a crescendo to it. Like it's like, uh, like it's got I can ride that sentence a little bit. <laughs> Going like, God damn it. Because <laughs> that's yeah. So I, it's probably that one. Sorry to my Lord and Savior. But it is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll probably go for like a shit or a damn, but like it's more like a damn, like a like you got them or something like that. More so, like like I love fuck. It's a great word. But me too, Rich. I also love fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like when it comes to my use, it's more like shit, shit. Can't believe that happened. Whatever. Or damn, uh, stuff like that. How about you, Sean? Hmm. Probably, God damn it, is the one I use the most frequently. Yeah, just because it's the easiest one, and it and like you said, it's it, it like packs a little bit more punch than fuck. Like just fuck is just so so succinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so short. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, but but then again, fuck is my favorite one. Because it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So. You do a lot with fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nouns. Verbs. Yeah. You, can, you can just fuck all the time. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You throw the ing on there and suddenly you got uh, you got you got an adjective. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Every every form of language. Fuck has a uh, has an applicability to it. It's great. <laughs> any, any any other good ones? Any weird ones that you like? I like I like coming up with weird ones like a oh, horse's dick or something like that. Like just some random like animal and dick is like it just it really really it it just it kind of sells like the ridiculousness of cursing in in some instances. I remember seeing an inside the actor studio way way you know, years ago, uh, Tom Hanks was on it and he was asked, uh, James Lipton asked him or an audience member asked James, Tom Hanks what his favorite curse word was and he said horse shit. He said <laughs> specifically because it is different and has a different delivery than bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is a distinctly different word. Uh, I don't know. I have one that I don't like and I don't like it when people who aren't from, uh, uh, who aren't from like Australia or England say bloody. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I, I do notice that like, I've known people in the past, like, especially in high school and college who would be like, oh, they call their mom mum," or, uh, they would do like Britishisms like, oh, that bloody little, like, look, man, stop it. You're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> just just you're like, you're here in this country, eat some ketchup and use some goddamn English swear word, some American swear word. It's their French fries, 
you use ketchup and just use damn, okay? Yeah. yeah. Say your freedom fucks instead of and your freedom fries and stay away from bloody. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's next, Sean? Have you ever failed a class? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also I have as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't fail, but I did withdraw from a class that I was pretty sure I was going to fail from. Uh, so it was it was I was I was on like the roller coaster to fail. Uh, when I took Latin in college, and it was my first semester of college. And I just first of all was not a good student early on in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it took me a while to get my shit together. And I was taking Latin and I was like, oh God, this is terrible. So hard. I was in there with like grad students and everything. And the Duquesne had a flexibility where you could actually withdraw from like one class in your freshman year, like all the way up until like two weeks before finals. And so I was like riding out, trying to get better, trying to get better. It wasn't working. And finally I just withdrew. So I did not technically fail that class. <laughs> like, very close. I trying to think. I took one course four times, three times, four times in college because uh, I got I had I had a withdrawal and it was still showing on my transcript. I wouldn't like 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 Matt like I wouldn't fail it, but I would withdraw out before the fail. And, but I needed that class to move forward with my initial, my original um, uh, major. So, like, I would withdraw and I'd retake it the next semester, and withdraw and retake it the next semester um, until eventually I just gave up <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna take these other two. I switched my major and took a different class that I needed as my math uh, course that I needed. Nice. How about you, Sean? What did you fail? Fail. Failure. <laughs> I failed a bunch of classes my freshman year of college. and Maybe not a bunch, but at least one. When I was an education major. Because I just, like... I had a really hard time transitioning from high school to college. Just, like... It was just... Difficult for me, I guess. And... uh I I just like didn't go to class, and so it was it was easy to fail because I just didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I had a class. They Camden County did it different. If you didn't attend more than like thirty percent of the classes, you wouldn't get a fail. It would they would mark you not attending and mark that you just didn't show up. And so I had a course that was eight o'clock in the morning, and I. You, you guys probably know I can't wake up. I have a tough time waking up in the morning, especially back then. Um, and so I ended up skipping that class a lot. And he gave me a not attending instead of a fail, which is nice. Yeah, that was an alternative to having a big old F on there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the thing. Like early on in college when you're like on your own, like it's so easy to not just not go to shit mm-hmm. like it's so much easier because yeah. again it's, it's like the john Mulaney joke because like it's so much easier to not do something than it is to do something even when it is something that like directly impacts like your future yeah. and you know that you or or you know whoever is spending money on you still be like oh, i could just yeah not go for sure whatever i'll figure it out yeah. later and you're you're like 19 you don't know anyway so it's tough yeah, and I could I could make excuses left and right of, well, I was working forty plus hours a week in co- like at at McDonald's, and like I was closing shifts, so I wasn't getting home till one or two o'clock, and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. in the end, it, it was all my fault. Like it was literally I was the one who chose to keep that schedule. I was the one who tr- who chose to take those courses. So it's just it, it was on me. Anything else you guys failed? We'll talk about more failures. <laughs> more uh, failures. Talk I, about our lowest moments in academia. <laughs> I believe I got at least one F in high school. If not, uh, I, I like. I, I don't think I failed the course for the year, but I think I did get an F on a math course my freshman year. Um, and it's just because that teacher was one of those teachers where like everything needed to be done and like i would just i would pass the class i would pass the test no problem but i would not do the homework 
and the homework was like 40% of your grade. And so there was one semester that I ended up, or quarter, whatever, that I ended up failing because I just wasn't doing the homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, what is next? Have you ever gone commando? And for the listeners who don't know, commando means going without underwear. Without the underpants. Without the underpants. That is the most uncomfortable sounding thing to me. I know people do it because they're like, I guess it depends on what you're wearing, but like I usually wear jeans and that is a complete non-starter. <laughs> Agreed. Nobody's go going. Nobody's going. Commando all wearing jeans. Like, look, if you're wearing sweatpants. But that's the other thing is that if you're the the problem I have again. This is this is uh, for for people with uh, the male uh, form of genitalia here. Uh, if you are wearing something that is uncomfortable, either you're wearing something that is uncomfortable for you to be in commando in, or you are wearing something where it is completely socially unacceptable for you to be walking around wearing commando in. Because if you're wearing jeans, it's uncomfortable. If you're wearing sweatpants, you're going to jail. <laughs> so you're is is it's a complete I, I just don't get it. No, I, I have, I'm sure I have, but it's been on like I cannot tell you on what occasion I was like, yeah, this is the day. Like here we go, baby. So I, that's not a regular thing for me. Yeah, I I have just not in public. Like maybe I was doing laundry and needed a shower that day, and so and I had no cleaner to wear, so I did I I I just went commando in my own house. I would not step out going commando, anything like that. It's just, it's, it is, it's an uncomfortable feeling like walking around without undies if you're wearing pants. I would much rather walk around naked than walk around oh, well, in that's, pants I'm, and not on, undies. That's not true. <laughs> well, I mean, like, not out, like, I'm saying, like, not, not out, like, if I had to choose, like, say, even walking around my house, no roommates or anything like that. And I needed to come down and grab something out of the dryer or whatever. It's in me, in my opinion. You would rather wearing, walk around your own house in the buff than in, in the buff just throw than, on like a pair of like basketball than shorts. Throw on a pair of basketball. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to sit anywhere in the buff. I'm just going to go to my dryer, grab whatever I need to dry. Say I, my undies are in the dryer and it's dry, and I didn't forgot to bring them upstairs. Go grab it, put them on, and then. Get dressed the rest of the way. What I've decided to do is not pursue this line of questioning any further. <laughs> uh, Sean, have you uh, ever gone commando? Well, yeah, of course. But just just in situations where like I don't have any underwear and I need to go downstairs to get to get it from the dryer. But okay. but never like for a full day or anything. Yeah, because that's just unco- it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. I've lived so long wearing underpants. Can't imagine yeah. going without. Yeah, it's a nightmare scenario. I can only see bad thing. I can only see the negative in that scenario. Like only something going wrong. Like yeah. the myriad things that could go wrong when you don't have that extra layer of protection between you and the outside world. Uh, is, is that's all I can imagine happening is the worst, and it's just not gonna work. Not gonna work, man. Mm. Mm. No good. Uh, any other thoughts on not wearing any underpants? <laughs> nope nope no nope. the underpants all right uh what do we got next then, this is the final question and it's what's the last thing you watched on youtube it was a video on how to install our car seat uh, <laughs> and it was uh figuring out how to use the latch system and like finding out that my car a has the latch system and b uh can be used to plug in a uh plug in a car seat. So I was watching this woman with way too much confidence being like, it's so easy. All you have to do is jam this thing into the back as hard as you can. Like, like a lot of stuff like that. Uh, I think that was the last thing I watched on YouTube. And that was yesterday. Uh, I don't think I've watched anything else in the last 24 hours. What about you guys? Uh, I follow this YouTube. His name is Glock nine. He plays uh, the game seven days to die and a bunch of others. He had a series running where it was uh, one hit kill, where if he gets hit once by anything in the game in seven days to die, he dies. He, he was able to get somebody to edit the game file to be able to do that. Um, I was watching that right before we started recording today. Uh, spoiler alert, in his 11th episode, in the 11th day of this session, he died finally. He survived 11 days, which is amazing, but he died on the 11th day. Rip. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
a bummer. Sean, what have, have you watched uh, most recently on YouTube? Uh, it was a Frisbee golf tournament in Sweden, I think. In Hels- We're all hitting our brands today. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, the Helsinki Open. I was watching the uh, FPO, watching the ladies throw Frisbees. Uh-huh. Nice. It's pretty nice. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. It is nice. Is that big tournament, the Helsinki tournament? I don't know. It's... Uh, it's been weird because of COVID. Like all of the really good players from like across the pond haven't been able to play with the normal people. So I'm not like super up to date on who the really good players in Finland are or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's it's a lot. It's it's different than the American one, than American tournaments. Okay. It's more it's more like regular golf where you're like playing for par. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. We got some some froth watching, we got some gaming watching, we got some uh installing a car seat ing <laughs> yeah. watching. Uh, Tim Tim uh, Tim probably watched somebody counting money. Come on. Yeah. Yes, he's trying to get his form right. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is how Warren Buffett counts his money? Hold on. Wad of 20s at a time. Wad of 20s at a time. Wad of 20s at a time. <laughs> uh, that was it. That's all we had, right, Sean? That's it. That's, it. That's all, baby. Anyone. Anyone with a closing thought or a take this episode? I could, I could do one. Uh, I've, I found my note of all the potential takes that I could use or that I've been trying to come up with. And I'll pick this right. one. Um. Fist bumps are better than high uh, than handshakes and should forever replace handshakes. Um, okay. I first of all, my hands always run pretty warm and my hands are generally sweaty, so I'm tired of having to wipe down my hands before I give a handshake. And plus, they just feel better to do. So, like, can we just stop handshaking? Like, we kind of already have because of the pandemic, but can we just keep that gone and like seal deals with fist bumps now? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Just like, you know, and noting a major merger by just like two guys. Like, Yo, dude, sweet. We did <laughs> got it. it. We got it. Yeah. Two CEOs just fist bumping and like, yeah, dapping each other up. Exactly. <laughs> More secret handshakes. Secret handshakes. You know, I'd be down for a secret handshake as long as there's no physical handshake. Like doing fist bump hand movements or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like maybe like a high five or something like that, but just no like an open air hand slap, like yeah, like yeah, no you slap them and then you get the hand in the back and then you fist bump and then thumb, you know, yeah, always has to involve like a rock backwards at some point. Yeah, just just no like actual handshake happening. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'd be mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. okay with that. Sean, any thoughts on the fist bump versus handshake debate? Um, I'm into it. I think fist bumps should. I think especially with COVID, we're just stop touching everybody. Stop touching each other. <laughs> just stop. Just no touching. No touching. No touching. Yeah. Tim Manson's not here, but if it was hard to disagree time, it'd be like, fist bumps are a cuck move. You don't like handshakes. <laughs> You're an absolute disgrace to humanity. Learn to shake hands, you fucking ingrate. Um, anything else? Uh, no, no, Tim. You should uh, probably... Reevaluate yourself. Maybe that's why we kicked you off the podcast. You kicked me off because now I start smoking seven packs a day, and my voice sounds like this. <laughs> um, uh, people, uh, people want to see any more of your uh, handshake takes on Twitter, Rich. Where can they find you? At b underscore walnuts. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's S O B. You can follow me on Twitter at mkaznell. That's m k a s z n e l. And Tim Hansen is available on Twitter at tim r hansen. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast, and it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. 
It's time for some plugs, everybody. Rich, what's going on with you? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts to come watch me play video games and stuff Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and sometimes on Fridays. Uh, like I said, I'm affiliate, so I get ad revenue and stuff, so please come check me out. Also, uh, check out uh, www.1-quest.com for both of our uh podcast pod quest the weekly nerdy talk show as well as bonus action the tabletop podcast where me and sean and a bunch of friends play dungeons and dragons sean how about your uh your frisbees what's going on with them i'd be throwing them at ob disc golf everywhere except instagram where it's ob underscore disc golf i co-host the taste fakers music podcast we are between seasons right now but season one First eight episodes are up as we work on season two right now. If you ever wanted to see uh, what the what the the line that connects albums like uh, "Moaning in the Moonlight" by Howlin' Wolf or "Trout Mask Replica" by Captain Beefheart is, what is the connection between those two? How about uh, "Neurosis" through Silver and Blood and Mastodon's "Crack the Sky"? How about that? Or how about a season two episode? How about the connection between Cindy Lauper, "She's So Unusual," and the, the one of the the premium albums by the punk, punk pop band Bad Cop Bad Cop? Weird, right? But we're going to tell you how they're connected. It's the Taste Fakers Music Podcast. Again, we're working on season two now. Season one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. It's a great show. We hope you check it out. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Our friends Greg and Gene give you all the news that the mainstream media isn't going to let you know about. Uh, you know, stuff about Spanish art restoration, stuff about... Uh, food crime, Estonian sports. We t- they tell you about what's on, what's available on the podcast shopping network. They let you know what the emotional weather is. All sorts of good stuff. Butt science. I'm just going to stop there. Butt science. Come on. You should have got butt science as a recurring segment or recurring topic on the show. <laughs> Something that's promoted is worth your time. If you enjoy our humor, you're going to like uh, the Anchor Persons podcast with Greg and Gene Person. They are uh, on all major podcasting platforms. So give them a listen. Check it out. Great friends of the show. All right, guys, that's it. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.